Hi, this is Tim Guy, the unbiased interview robot. You're listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. I love these guys. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese podcast. Oh, yeah. Hello. Waxing chumps like a candle since 2017. Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, HR's most dangerous and soon-to-be biggest group of winos. France, here we come. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad, getting on a plane, so wash. On a jet plane. On this week's episode, LinkedIn connects with its inner meetup. TMP carves out more market share and opportunities in the cannabis industry are growing like a weed. Woo! See see what I did there, Chad? Anything less than the best is a felony. We'll be right back after this quick word from Sovereign. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N dot com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. Shout outs with a brand new invention. Can you believe how old that song is now? God, stop aging us. I, I, I'm, Sorry. I'm, I'm already Sorry. down because I'm down a peepers. <laughs> And explain to people who the hell Peepers is, because it sounds like a uh, a strip show or a strip club. Is your dog? <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Peepers yeah. is your dog. You were gone uh, last long weekend. You dropped uh, the little guy off here. I have three dogs, girl dogs, and uh, they, he just, they just had a blast. And uh, we always enjoy having Peepers around. Yeah, yeah. Took the family on a fall break to uh, Paradise, also known as <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Uh, had a grand old time at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, the uh, A Christmas oh, Story, yeah. many house. people don't know this, but a, a Christmas Story was largely filmed in yep. Cleveland. Um, and the house that's in the movie is in Cleveland, and it has uh, since been turned into a museum. Uh, the Bumpus's house next door is now a hotel, <laughs> or you can stay overnight there. The Bumpuses. Um, across the street is a garage with um, the fire truck. When um when Flick got stuck to yeah, the uh, fire yeah, pole yeah, or the that, flagpole, so the the fire truck from that is there, and also the car uh, that the family uh, drove, where the the tire gets flat, and uh, and Ralphie says, "Oh fudge!" And it wasn't quite fudge. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the kids the kids enjoyed it. We did some other things, but yeah, Peepers Peepers uh, had some fun with uh, your bitches there. Yeah, well, that's it. He he understands that when he comes here, he's a part of the pack and he has to listen to them because uh, if you fuck with one of them, you fuck with all three of them and no guy wants that kind of shit. Mm. <laughs> so he's great. Where is his place in the in the pack there? Is he at the bottom? Because I feel like he 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 beats up Amber enough that he he jump leapfrogs her. Yeah, but that's. 
playing and they all kind of gang up on each other every now and again. They don't, but he knows better. He's a smart, he's a smart dude. He's like, yeah, I'm going to have some fun here, but I'm not going to take it too far. I don't know about smart, but anyway, uh, someone who is smart, our buddy, Jamie Leonard from Wreckfest, uh, yeah. was sporting a Chad and cheese t-shirt while doing a presentation down in uh, Australia, I believe this week. Yeah. I, I think it's gotta be one of his favorite t-shirts i'm gonna have to send him like you know a, another half dozen or so uh because every time i see a picture it, not every time but most of the times it, he has a chad cheese t-shirt on so i'm gonna have to make sure we get him uh stocked up along with uh martine radcliffe who's uh mm -hmm. the vp of ta over at uh american cancer society it was great meeting her at hr tech and she was one of those i have to have a t-shirt people so uh she's wearing it she's enjoying it she's LinkedIn and tweeting about it. So uh, you're, you're welcome, Martine. And thanks for listening. Yeah, Martine, Martine was one of these nuts that actually went to both of our sessions <laughs> at HR Tech. That's that's how fanatical she is about the show. Love it. Love so, it. Martine, thanks for thanks for the fanatical behavior. Exactly. So how, how do you say Muir? Is it Muir? How, how do you how do you say that? I don't I, that's not an it's probably an English name, but not an American name. Is it Muir McDonald? Well, it's got to be like some Scottish Irish okay. mashup. No, I love it because McDonald I get I, I can that's pronounce too easy, that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he uh, yeah. Give us a shout and let us know how to pronounce that name. Moirab M-U-I-R. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put us number one on his po HR podcast list, so we appreciate that. Yeah. Shout out to him. Love that. Along with, this is very, very interesting, uh, Recruiting Future podcast with uh, Matt Alder and Talent Cast with uh, James Ellis. And a uh, little tease, uh, something, uh -oh. something very interesting happening with all of those three podcasts so so stay tuned it's getting it's getting it's getting kind of hectic people uh shout out to my mom on a little somber note yes. i'm just gonna throw her in here she's 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 having a rough go in in the health department she's had two replacement knees well, one replacement hip one of her knees acted up this week um she had to go under the knife to get that fixed and then Man. woke up this morning with pneumonia. So she's back in the ER. So mom, shout out to you. Uh, as soon as I'm off this podcast, I'm going to come down and, and say hi and hopefully lift your spirits. But man, she's she's on a losing streak. So if you're out there, just send some good vibes to, to Mama Becky. Good, good vibes to mom, please. My God, man. Uh, so big shout out to Louise Triance for pulling together a great Chad and Louisa with uh, Thomas Prince from uh -huh. uh, Talent Nexus. Uh, it was all focused on programmatic job advertising, mm -hmm. why you should be thinking about programmatic, how to get things moving in programmatic, all that other fun stuff. And, and the only way you would have seen it is if you had subscribed to the Chad and Cheese podcast. We put it in our RSS feed. But uh, we do some little special things for people who are already subscribed. So if you haven't subscribed, go to chadcheese.com, click on the subscribe button, or just pull out your app that you currently watch podcasts in, type in the Chad and Cheese podcast and subscribe. You'll get all the, the, the uh -huh. cool stuff that the other kids don't get. <laughs> So do you have some, does Louise have some blackmail on you? Like this is like your 20th webinar with her. And then I can't imagine, uh, or you would do that that many times unless somebody had some dirt. Yeah, on she's you. just a sweetheart. Not to mention, you know, oh, okay. it, it's great from a, a, an EU expansion kind of like, you know, they like a, to have a, a, a little uh, dumb American every now and again. So I fit that bill. Yeah. By the way, didn't, 
Didn't they fi- didn't they figure out Brexit this week? I've I've been kind of out of the loop in Cleveland, but I, I see it seems like I read that they got that their act together on that. We've got we've got enough shit on our side of the pond to fucking worry about, That's let alone true. that, right? Some indeed rumors, real quick. Oh, yeah. So it, loves those. yeah, we won't go won't go deep into it because we're still tracking down some data and speaking with some sources. But the prospect of the search quality team is uh, they're starting to to surface again. And, and if you don't know who the search quality team is, indeed, search the search quality team is... They're the, they're the party poopers. They're like the black ops team that's <laughs> just going to shut down your shit, right? So if you have organic uh-huh. traffic, all that free traffic, um, when they come in and you hear search quality team dun, dun, with dun. regard to your jobs, yeah, what's going to happen is your shit's going to get shut down. And the only way that you're going to get any traffic from Indeed moving forward is to pay for that traffic. This is a what I like to call personally a scam. Yeah, a scam <laughs> that they've been running fairly, I mean, very successfully. Um, they did mm-hmm. it with job boards. Job yeah. boards came in, uh, gave them a, a ton of content. Uh, they got a bunch of free traffic and then Indeed shut it down and started saying, hey, look, the only way that you're going to be able to, to, to get traffic from us since now you're on the heroin drip is to pay for yeah. it. They did the same thing with staffing companies, exact same thing. Yeah. And now they're looking for different actual corporate companies or service providers or what have you that they can do this with. So now that the search quality team isn't focused on staffing anymore, they're looking for you possibly, uh, Mr. Talent Acquisition Professional, Mrs. Talent Acquisition Professional. So I think right now is is a very good time to look at diversifying <laughs> the traffic that's yeah. coming into your website. You may want to embrace Google for jobs real quick if you're not currently doing so. By the way, this it always reminds me of the scene in Kindergarten Cop when he's an actual cop. Yeah. And he, he breaks into the party and they're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the body poopa. <laughs> That's the quality control group at Indeed. The party easily, poopers. Easily. And if you're not doing programmatic <laughs> advertising to be able to try to look for exit strategies on how to get the fuck away from having Indeed being pretty much all the eggs in one basket for all your traffic – that's what you need to start doing. <laughs> you need to start looking at the the nice indeed and and the uh, new nuvu. That's that's how you say it. Nuvu. The nuvu. Yeah, Zunas. The I mean the uh, all the the Taurus, The I mean all these different organizations. You need to start looking at. And I know that makes it hard, which is why when you and I have talked about this before, what's the what's the role of an advertising agency today? This is one of the staples. And one of the reasons why you should be working with an advertising agency. It's time to wipe away the party pooper because it stinks, folks. Sorry, that I couldn't was, resist. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. That was all right. It was, it wasn't too bad. Okay, so one last one. I'm going to throw this one in there. You did, Mom. I'm going to throw Ooh, in. Curveball. Curveball, yeah. So shout out to my wife, Julie Sowa. She was actually in Plano, Texas yesterday. Uh, where she was actually brought in by the OFCCP, from my understanding, for like a best practices session. Uh, her company, Disability Solutions, uh, actually works very closely with uh, PepsiCo, one of their clients, and they presented together about how they've been able to actually hire over 1,500 individuals with disabilities into Pepsi alone, right? So this is big for the OFCCP because they're like, holy shit, companies are actually doing this and they're not doing it as like onesie twosies. And then the second 
she actually has three legs of her trip, but the, the, what she's doing today is she's um, in San Francisco with smart recruiters mm-hmm. doing a reverse recruiting event where uh, at the end of the event, they're going to have 50 individuals with disabilities um, that are hopefully going to be matched up with companies who have jobs. And, uh, and then mm-hmm. those additional people get, get jobs. And again, that's a smart recruiters event. So good, good on smart recruiters. The, the, the big shout out here is we talk about a lot of shit. Um, that's really cool from a tech standpoint, but, but impact and outcomes are what this, we should always be focused on and organizations that are helping individuals actually get fucking jobs is what really matters overall. So she's literally changing the world and that, and that means a lot. Does does she get free Cheetos for working with Pepsi? Uh, Fritos, I think. I don't, maybe Cheetos. Oh, Fritos. Possibly. Yeah. It's, I thought Cheetos was a was it a might Pepsi. Be. I don't know. Product. I don't. Fritos definitely is. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so yeah, we're flying, dude. I'm so pumped to go to France for Unleash. Yeah. Argu- arguably the best conference this month. (laughs) I don't want to piss anybody (laughs) off. Um, Many people consider it the top conference uh, in the world for this thing that we do called recruitment. But anyway, we've never been to it. Have you ever been to it? I've never been. I've never been. Yeah. Uh, Paris in October, although it does look rainy and cold, should be nice. Yeah. And uh, my wife is joining me as I think yours is you. And uh, we're going to get a little vacation time as well as business. Uh, You guys know how that works and uh, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. So Unleash World in Paris, France, uh, brought to you by Chad and Cheese, brought to you by Smashfly. Smashfly. Have you got your swag yet? Yeah. No, I got my swag and uh, and actually. The ball cap's awesome. Got the t-shirt. I do love the cap. Oh, yeah. The, the cap. cap's good. Yeah, that's... You know, Josh, Jay-Z had something to do with that fucking ball cap because he's like a ball cap fiend. Well, I hope he had something to do with the old style snap uh, sizer on the back because you don't see those too often anymore. Yep, exactly. Uh, <laughs> October 22nd, coming next week at 1145 Paris time, we're going to be on the influencer yeah. stage uh, with Chris Ray, group head of recruitment at Sainsbury's mm-hmm. Adam Yearsley, global head of talent management at Red Bull and also Brandy Ellis, head of recruitment marketing strategy at the smash flies. So we've got, we've got a pretty awesome crew. That's going to be uh, going to be up there. And we're going to be talking about why re- pretty much most companies recruitment branding sucks, why the experience sucks and the impact on big on on the actual big brand itself. So we don't talk enough about how talent, and that's what we're trying to do with our cult brand series of podcasts, is we have to understand mm-hmm. in talent acquisition how big of a role we play in bottom line, in everything, in big business. And we need to better articulate to the C-suite that without us, you're fucking dead in the water. Uh, following that, I think is it is it Isim's uh, yep. November in next November. Uh, so we're going down, going down to sunny, beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. Goat yoga, and it's it is beautiful in November. I can vouch for that. Yes, yoga is on the schedule. So, uh, geez, I got to start limbering up now. Otherwise, I'm going to like just kill my back or. <laughs> 
legs or whatever whatever body parts you actually use in yoga well, I'm gonna I, fuck I asked up. Susan Vitale who's the VP of marketing over there to, to make sure that you know we could do goat yoga so hopefully she'll have the goats in play and, and we, we can do this right <laughs> uh, do they have goats in Arizona that sounds like diamondback food to me but we'll see we'll it could see. do that yeah yeah and then um, a little little side note for me uh, recruit con in Nashville um, I'll be there in November uh, doing a little presentation on uh, SEO for Google for Jobs. So if you're going to be at RecruitCon in Nashville in November, come down and say hi. And then December 6th, TalentNet Live in Dallas, Texas. The coup de gras. Yeah. So, the Naughty or Nice yeah. Show. Doing the Naughty or Nice Show. Yeah. I, and I, I reached out to Carrie Corbin over at Dell, known her for I'm a sure long time, did. known her for a long time, to be able to join yeah. us on the stage to do naughty or not naughty and nice so we'll see we'll see and what she said she said she'll look at her schedule so uh we're going to continue <laughs> to press uh, on that one it's a nice way of saying uh, yeah, no, she lives in you. dallas she better fucking come <laughs> <laughs> that's why she, that's why saying i'll look at my calendar means she ain't fucking coming on <laughs> topics topics top news from this past week agency tmp made an acquisition what the hell yeah. did they do aia otherwise known as also known as you know as TMP AIA yeah. AKA TMP. Uh, they, so they they this is <laughs> kind of quietly to an extent. This is their fourth acquisition mm-hmm. this year. Uh, they acquired CKR Interactive mm-hmm. in February, and CKR is still under the CKR banner. Mm-hmm. Just recently, Maximum. Yeah. who is remaining under the maximum banner and mm-hmm. Perengo is Rango. the only one so far that we've seen that has actually changed over to TMP programmatic jobs. So carve, which is a social media agency also has technology. Carve.social should tip you yeah, off that, as to what they that'll do. That'll tell you something. So they were actually pulled uh, into the fray and their team's going to stay intact. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, you know, to me, it's really interesting because you're, you're kind of looking for something that is simple. And to mm-hmm. me, none of this looks simple. I mean, I love I love the, the, the opportunity to prospectively pull some of this maximum technology into Talent Brew, some of the social carve technology into Talent Brew. But there are all these different brands that are floating around that just make this as confusing as fuck. Yeah. And I think, you know, we continue to talk aside from, you know, Perengo is uh, the aqua hires that sort of get spur from these acquisitions. Um, And I think this is another example. I mean, Carve is not hugely well known. I mean, I know they're in London. Yeah. um, And I, I know they're fairly well known there. But to me, you know, there's no specific tech that they bring to the table um, or maybe even l- deep, uh, you know, customer integration or things that they're doing with, with them. I think this is largely um, a step into Europe, a step into acquiring folks that understand the agency business and all the intricacies of the technologies that are used in agencies now. Um, and this just continues the trend for TMP of consolidating um, a lot of these smaller fish and bringing them into the uh, the large ocean that is TMP AIA. I think I think Carve does have technical assets that they're bringing to the table that is specific to obviously social with analytics and, and whatnot. So they're trying to pull 
everything together into a, a, a platform. And, you know, if they were trying to trying to kind of like capture and kill, right, um, then then they would pull them mm-hmm. under the TMP brand. But that's not happening. Um, they're getting great talent. I mean, from 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 whether it's Carve or, or, or CKR or it doesn't matter. I mean, they're getting some really great talent. But I just don't see this consolidation because it's not happening under one brand. And I understand there's another TMP in the EU. So therefore, it's really hard to become TMP, which is why they have AIA. But still, yeah. you would think that they would migrate under one of those umbrellas, whether it's an, an AIA kind of like more of an AIA acquisition, which this was because it was in, was in the EU versus a TMP acquisition. Again, I, I, it just doesn't feel like that to me. Um, but it is confusing as mm-hmm. fuck because of all the brands and all the labels and then all these these great people who are still working and running these brands, right? Yeah, and these, you know, the for, the acquisitions you mentioned are all within the last year, I think. So, you know, there's nothing saying that they don't pull all these into one brand, you know, next year or, or who knows when. CKR would have been the easiest to do that. And, and let's make yeah. this very, let's make this very simple. Recruitix acquired KRT how long ago? KRT is now Recruitix. <laughs> right. Okay. But Recruitix is much smaller than TMP. Well, it, right? it doesn't matter. You can still make those things, especially when you're acquiring a much smaller shop. There's no reason why you can't go ahead and start to relabel or at least start that transition process, right? It just You're not seeing that. So I think it was really smart um, from the, the Recruitix and KRT standpoint to say, okay, we know who we are. We're going to be one brand. Boom, let's do this. I just... I believe TMP and AIA know what they're doing with all these pieces, parts. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Just because you know what you're doing with it doesn't mean the fucking market does. And that makes it so much more confusing when you're trying to articulate a message. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, if if it... If you were, you know, god of of the organization for a day, would 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 you put everything under a uh, TMP or AIA, or create a whole separate brand that can be global for all the products and services? It, it depends on who you're bringing in in this case, but I think from the social standpoint, these guys are that's what they do. They have a, a platform, they have a whole team. Then you bring them underneath TMP or AIA as AIA mm-hmm. social or something of, to that nature, right? To be able to really show this combined force as opposed to what it looks like now is it's, it's just a bunch of scattered pieces parts. I mean, again, like here in the US, um, what's CKR doing? Right. What what's what what are they actually bringing to the table? What are they? How does that work? You know, it's again, it's one of those things. And this is my call to our friends at TMP and AIA. We need a better understandable message on what you're actually doing with all this shit. Because, again, back in February, that's when all this started happening, which is awesome. We love it. Don't stop. The thing that you have to start doing is you need a unified message on telling the market what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. You're like a teen with a new credit card, <laughs> just buying shit. Like help us, help us understand what your reasoning is on all this stuff. We'd, we'd really appreciate it. It's the gem spring capital card. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, fees no fees for three That's months. That's right. So, Buy everything yeah. you can. So, so the next thing that has no fees currently is LinkedIn's, event platform events yeah yeah everyone's into face-to-face now so linkedin <laughs> launches uh events what i just i everybody's into face-to-face now 
<laughs> it's all it's all the rage. Uh, so yeah, with this, this isn't sort of events that you would think of for job, you know, job affairs right. or whatnot. This is sort of a meetup competitor, right? So groups can get together. Um, this is from uh, quoting the um, the release from the company. Uh, quote: With this launch, our members uh, now have a safe and trusted avenue to engage with their network online and offline. Uh, this is from the product manager. We see them using this feature to host networking meetups, workshops, alumni meets, product launches, and other face-to-face gatherings. Uh, more from the uh, news release, members can create private or public events, while additional invite filters enable members to create events that target specific industries and job titles. That might be significant. Currently, there is no official way to promote events on LinkedIn besides members sharing them on their profiles. LinkedIn events is the first feature to be built at the company's new R&D center in Bangalore. I think I said that correctly. India. The feature is available in English only uh, companies starting today with a global rollout expected <laughs> soon. How do we feel about this? So, face-to-face stuff. Yeah, it's it's not really as much the face-to-face stuff as it is. Um, there are already platforms that are out there that do this, and they do it well. Meetup, meetup.com, mm-hmm. Eventbrite, uh, eventbrite.com, right? So, you know, you have to start asking yourself as a bigger player, and, and I like the whole idea of LinkedIn taking it further and saying, look, you can meet here. You're going to meet mm-hmm. – locally too, or you can meet locally, let's go ahead and let's try to spur that from this platform because they're probably seeing uh, people sharing meetup.com and and the in, in Eventbrite events on their platform already. Yeah. So it's like, hey, it's already happening. Let's make it organic and let's see what we can do to, uh, to, to prospectively monetize and then maybe monopolize on this shit. But from meetup and Eventbrite standpoint, I would love this because it's more validation and I start going to competitors and saying, what are you doing? We already have a base. We already have the technology. Why don't we go ahead and do this together? Yeah. This feels a little lame and haphazard to me. Um, I think Mm -hmm. there are platforms to do this already that are, let's admit it, sort of lame anyway. I mean, they're not really setting the world on fire. They're sort of just nice uh, to have. I mean, if meetup was so great, it's old enough that it should be like really hugely profitable, but it's not to me. Like people are just now figuring out how to share QR codes on their LinkedIn (laughs) app to swap, like swap information with each other. Now we expect them to like go meet in places and organize events through LinkedIn. So I'm not super bullish on this. And I think the fact that this was an R and D effort, fairly telling, I don't know how serious they'll be with this. If it doesn't take off, I do like the fact that they have an R and D center that throws mm-hmm. out stuff like this. But I don't think it's going to be something we're talking about uh, in any significance. You know, twelve months from now. So Eventbrite had in 2017 uh, over 200 million dollars in revenue, and that was an increase of over 50 percent from years past. Right. So they could be taking a look at the market and seeing what they could prospectively plug in, obviously, to, to their ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, if if the goal is an Eventbrite thing where you register with LinkedIn, your profile integrates, who you're already connected with, et cetera, um, there's an e-commerce system that 
you know, you can get money that organizations can make money from this. And it's, it's synced in with payment systems within LinkedIn or some, something like that, that makes uh, transfer of money easy. And then scheduling where, you know, it's hooked into Outlook or whatever, you know, your calendar system is like, that's fairly interesting. It just makes it easier. So I think it's ease of use and there's an opportunity because you can see that there are platforms making money. Um, they could prospectively make more money out of it. So the key here is, who, you know, how serious do you think LinkedIn is about this? And you, you think they're fairly serious, whereas I probably think not so much. Yeah, I think they're serious enough to put a team on it yeah. um, and to be able to pilot it. Right. Uh, so they it's and they're rolling it out kind of like in beta form to an extent. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. don't expect too yep. much. Let's do the, You know, here here's what we're thinking. Um, they're not rolling it out globally saying, uh, yeah, this thing's going to kick ass and take names. Fair enough. We'll watch it and see uh, how things unfold. Um, and while we ponder that, let's hear from our sponsor, JobEdX, and we'll get high with some pot job data coming at you. Nope. <sighs> nah, not for me. All these jobs look the same. Ugh, next. This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs. Just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it. We live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job Addicts seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's joinus at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. So uh, one quick shout out to Roy Maurer over at Sherm. Uh, okay. He just wrote an article called McDonald's Claims First Voice Apply Process. And I think that's kind of tongue in cheek to an extent. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, if they're claiming voice apply and it's really text apply, isn't that kind of like a, a, an experience bait and switch? And I think that's one of the things that we should start to talk about more is it's like you're starting to get this bait and switch from technology companies about what the experience is going to be like. Right. So the experience bait and switch uh, and the quote unquote claiming, I'm not saying he said it or he wrote it tongue in cheek, but I take it that it's tongue in cheek. Yeah. The whole thing reminds me a little bit of when mobile sort of became a thing in, you know, 2010, 11 or so. And, Uh and job boards or ATS were like, we're mobile optimized. And yeah, the job search was optimized for mobile, but once you hit the apply button, you were fucked. It took you, it took you to hell. Right. So like, this is sort of similar apply with your voice. Like, okay, thanks for that. Here's a link that you can follow (laughs) and apply. Bye-bye now. Oh, McDonald's and Paradox. You guys can, you need to get your shit together, guys. It is kind of a paradox, isn't it? It is. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, 
tease a little uh, episode we have coming up with uh, George LaRock. Yeah. Um, where I asked George if he were to launch a business today in our space, what would he launch? And his answer was a little dancing, but uh, we got him to sort of admit that a specialized job site was sort of the way to go, mm-hmm. which uh, our next two stories uh, are sort of are relevant to that statement. Exactly. And the first industry we're talking about is pot, weed, weed cannabis. Yeah. Uh, the job openings in this industry are off the chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, a story out by uh, Finance Buzz uh, talked about a report from Glassdoor and a few others. Um, Glassdoor, there were a total of 1,512 cannabis industry job openings. And this is going back to last year in December, uh-huh. which was an increase by 76% compared to the same period from 2017. Uh, ZipRecruiter highlighted that in 2017, the number of cannabis industry jobs grew by 445%, which outpaced both technology, which was 254%, and healthcare at 70%. Uh, Also, in the report following the legalization of hemp-derived CBD products, which is a huge industry, uh, experts uh, noted that the job demand continued to grow Hemp Staff, which is a great name, right, for a company. Uh, the hemp and cannabis recruiting firm mentioned in March that 80% of its job listings were for upper-level positions such as CFO and accounting managers. So this is a this is an industry that is blown up. Yes, and those hemp factories are going to ramp up production, which means factory line people, machinists, all those types of workers, right? Mm-hmm. Not to mention we're seeing big names in the game like Amazon, CVS, Walgreens around the hemp CBD types of products. And that's a nationwide kind of yep. like a, a product rollout. So this is one of the reasons why we're seeing a growth of 445% because this is a baby industry that yep. is only in a, I mean, shit, what a handful of states right now. And it's starting to grow as we start to see more of these states really get their head out of their asses and see that mm-hmm. there's some prospective tax opportunities here. It's going to happen. Yep. And, uh, and then th- obviously from that standpoint, you're going to start to see growth in that industry. So I, I believe right now we're just starting to see the tip of the spear with regard to growth in this industry. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the, the article also notes Fortune Business Insights uh, highlighting that the industry garnered uh, $10.6 billion uh, in 2018, but is expected to grow by t- in 2026 by uh, becoming a almost $100 billion business uh, by the end of, of that year. So 10.6 billion to almost a hundred billion dollars in eight years. That's growth. Yeah. So kids out there, if you're looking to get into the industry, pot may be the way to go pot or I don't know, energy, whether it's energy, don't just say no kids. So rig up an organization, Austin-based marketplace, one of the things that we're we're high on for on-demand job services for skilled labor in the energy industry, raised $300 million in Series D. So, now, just nine months ago, just not even a year ago, they had $60 million in Series C. And in total, they have over 400, or I think close to $450 million in total from a funding standpoint. Again, niche 
being able to take a look at energy. Now it's it's a big industry, don't get me wrong, and it's growing because yeah. of renewable, but niche and really focused on the marketplace aspect. Yeah, and and a growing volatile business as well, right? You have you know switch from coal and fossil fuels to yep. air, solar, and whatever, right? So which is why this is perfect. Yeah, people that have skills in one probably have transferable skills in the other, and RigUp is looking to uh, you know cash in on that phenomenon. And I love that you know the I love that you know the platform in general is a hugely, uh, you know, important and noteworthy business, but we've talked about healthcare and nursing as a a gig platform or contractor platform. And now we're talking about energy. I think we'll continue to see more and more industries do this and we'll see more and more big dollars go into it. I mean, we, we got a big boner over, you know, job case getting a hundred million and scout getting a hundred million. I mean, this is a 300 million series D. Yeah. Uh, raise like holy cow this is this is legitimate shit yeah so if you're looking at i mean you're looking at all these different niches i keep thinking back to Camino, who's still in the very early phases yeah. of the uh, of of this and and it is a, a marketplace for those individuals who are creatives and designers and and, mm-hmm. and in that space this is what i see as the evolution of what job boards were or are right or a job board could yeah. Start to take that data and turn itself into a marketplace. You have those individuals. Now you need to learn how to nurture them, ensure that you understand their skill sets and start that matchmaking process. Yeah. There's going to be some big winners in this. You might as well be one of them. No reason why you can't be. And speaking of a big winner, huh? let's hear a word from our buddies at Canvas and then talk about our buddies Talru and iSims and maybe even a few others. Huh. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. They're not just making new T-shirts. Talru is doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and and they are a, a sponsor of ours, and who we really haven't haven't talked about a lot. But here's the reason why we're talking about them today. They had two two new partnership development, product development announcements, press releases. Yeah, announcements pop out. And uh, from my standpoint, this first one, which really got me jazz is I think a lesson to all startups and really all all those different vendors that are out there on what you should be focusing on. The first one's integration with iSIMS. Now, whether it's iSIMS or whether it's it's another big core system, 
it's still an integration with a core system. The primary benefit of the integration for employers is, is to make life easier. There's no IT resources required integrated into the system. You don't have to pop back and forth from ISIMS to Tauru to this, to that. Yeah. So, and more and more customers, if you're not integrated into their system, like they're not even going to use you. There's no reason to, because yeah. they don't have time to fuck around with you. Right. Yeah. So I, I love when I see any companies who are starting to deeply integrate into core systems, because when we do talk to talent acquisition or we do talk to recruiters, they're like, man, I don't need another fucking platform or another tool or another browser. Another open. login. Another Can I just email. do it here? <laughs> yeah. Can I just do it here? And that's what Tauru did with this integration. So that that's big applause for those guys on this one. Uh -oh. And then um, as we, the as we, here we go. Yeah. As we've uh, talked about events, they had a new product rollout around events. Yeah. And this is, uh, you know, total coincidence that Indeed launches events, the company right next door to them, and then they launch events. Totally, <laughs> totally not connected at all. At all. But uh, yeah, Tauru launched um, sort of a, an event. Uh, uh, solution and these are more for the job supercharger yeah and, yeah. and it, it's it's really cool so they're integrated with their systems of, of finding candidates uh, there's some scheduling integration that's really cool I mean they they haven't just you know mimicked or thrown something at the wall it looks like they've really taken some time uh, to create something that's really cool um, and good on them I mean we we, we talk about innovation a lot, so it's always nice to see companies um, that continue to innovate uh, like Talru has. And again, if you're an organization out there and you're, and you're asking yourself, where should we focus? If, if you're trying to talk to the direct employer, this is where you have to focus. I mean, th this is where you have to focus because if you want them to use your system, you mm -hmm. have to be in their system of record or their core system that they're using now because... They don't have time to be popping around from platform to platform to platform. Make it easier for them. Yep. And I also like it because uh, their events product is a pay for performance model. Yes. Uh, where customers only pay for the RSVPs they receive. And I think that's a uh, good on them for having a pay for performance model in the event space. Yep. Supercharger events, pay for performance. It's a win. Love it. And if you want to find out more, head to talru.com slash start. Oh, is that start? Start. That's interesting. As in we're about to stop. Because we out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know, and yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses, and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! You've got questions, we've got answers. 
business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.